Hey guys, we're back. It's Andrew and Cher with another episode of Recap on the Run. Today, during our intro, we're going to be walking until we get into it. But this is season two, episode 10 of Better Call Saul, season finale. Ooh. The climax, oh. called or titled Click with a K. Was it really? Yeah, Click with a K. That's... That's a military way of spelling, I think, of when you're a sniper, something like that. Oh, anyway. interesting. Thank you. It all comes together. I thought I would have thought it was referencing the last scene, but go on. Oh, so anyway, guys, let's be fair. Welcome back again. So, season finale. Better call Saul. Everything we were hoping for and expect. Well, everything I was hoping for and expecting. Thought it was a good, solid episode was on the edge of my seat the whole time a lot of answers a lot of new developments and a lot of a lot of progression through the plot so let's start it off with that opening scene which was a complete fake out for me well let's go back a little bit to the last episode so okay okay the last episode i was chuck on jimmy's tail the cop the copy 24 hour copy shop yeah. and uh, we are already running guys so yeah that's why we're tired <laughs> double header episode pick up your feet keep on running stay hydrated stay active get your heart rate up let's go all right so last episode chuck was investigating the copy copy place and because he just could not let go that he had made a mistake in the paperwork from Mesa Verde. Yeah, I mean, he, he was sure that Jimmy set him up. So he was investigating. He was getting a little agitated. Agitated, a little crazy, uh, dizzy. Yeah. And what ended up happening is he passed out and hit his head with a Ooh. giant smack to the counter. Hard hit. Uh, we didn't know what was, was going to happen. He could have passed out. He could have died, maybe. Yeah, that was the end of the last episode where we were left. Jimmy in the shadows watching, whispering for someone to call 911, anyone to do something. Yeah, that was a big cliffhanger. Yeah, so. Can I jump now? Yeah, yeah. Let's get Opening to scene. You see the heart rate monitor. You're in the hospital. Heart rate's going. So you're like, oh, Chuck, he's alive. And then doctor moves out of the camera frame. And Chuck's there, sitting right next to Jimmy, and you realize it's a flashback. And in the hospital bed is actually their mom, who is close to her last breath. Quite an interesting. Yeah, it was it was interesting scene. to me because she looked younger than Chuck. <laughs> I, I was I wasn't sure. She did. I mean, it's just not sure. I wasn't positive what that was supposed to be like. Another girlfriend or. Yeah, I thought it might have been his wife or something like that. First, I didn't know it was his mom until they said so. But we see a female in the hospital bed. I love the imagery of kind of the darker shading for that scene. Signify the flashback also. It was interesting how Chuck's in his crisp all-white shirt. Jimmy right next to him in his dark black leather jacket or jacket, whatever. It was very opposite and I thought it might have been symbolic of their nature. Chuck being the goody goody and Jimmy being slipping Jimmy. So 
really interesting imagery. I really like that. I think opening scenes for Better Call Saul have been on point and always are, but really good opening scene. One thing I wasn't sure about is do, you, do we know at, at what point in the timeline the mom died? Because you can't really alter the look of Jimmy and Chuck too much to know when things happen, but it looked like it could have been even kind of recently, maybe before. You know, maybe that's what led to Chuck's sickness. Or, uh huh. Because, maybe. Yeah, it just. It could have been a long time ago or pretty recently, so. Yeah, I don't think there was any. There wasn't any indication of what would that happen, but what's interesting is, you know, Jimmy wanted to go out, get some food, get a bite to eat, which is reasonable. Yeah, they've been there for three days, they didn't know how long they would be there. Chuck didn't want to go, and of course, as would happen, as soon as Jimmy leaves, Mom wakes up for a brief, brief moment. Just, to, just to utter, just to utter a name, a couple of times, just twice, twice. just twice. twice. Jimmy, oh, it's heartbreaking. Well, first, before she even woke up to see Chuck's emotion of crying, you know, letting his wall down and showing that raw emotion of his mom, you know, in the hospital bed. And I think we've all been there. It's heart healing when you can't help someone you love. And he was crying that that tweaked at my heartstrings. It did. And I was like, oh man. It's not Here it goes Chuck. again. Here it goes again. I might have I might be like Chuck a little bit. But then his mom wakes up, says the word Jimmy. He says, No mom, it's me, Chuck. It's Chuck, it's Chuck, it's Chuck. And then mom she says, says Jimmy again. <laughs> I felt so bad for Chuck at that point in his history. Took her final breath. <laughs> Flatline. Flatline, yeah. And I don't know if you guys caught the nursing jargon. DNR, do not resuscitate. You know, started to get my inklings of despising Chuck again as soon as they didn't want to call Jimmy. Didn't want to try the intercom. Didn't want to try to call him. He just let her go. Turned very hard after that. Waited till... Jimmy returned to deliver the news that their mom had gone. Of course, Jimmy, you know, you already feel so much guilt. You feel horrible. And then the fact, Andrew, the fact that he asked, did she wake up? Did she say anything? Chuck denied him of that. Of no, and, and, you know, maybe he was trying to make him not feel guilty. Was, yeah. If you want to be better than I wasn't than sure doubt, if it was resentment or it was probably Chuck was a little angry at him, but it could have been that Chuck has also just been protecting him. He didn't want... That's 5% chance. Okay, now that I've said it, that's highly unlikely. He's a dick. I hate him. Well, I despise he, you him. Well, you don't know if he was a, a dick yet. No. So, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because... That he, he didn't want to tell him... At that point in the, the story, oh. maybe he just didn't want... I mean, yeah, I agree it was a dick move, but... His mom just... It could have been... Like, he's just calling for if, Jimmy. If I don't he know... Jimmy. If I don't know for sure, I don't want to make a judgment, because I already hate Chuck. You could tell He by doesn't his need face. more hate. You could tell by his face. Uh, he doesn't need the extra hate. He doesn't... That's the last time you fool me, writers. That's the last time you fool me well, to caring about it doesn't. It doesn't matter if he gets more hate, because I hate him enough, so... But... I'll, I'll give time. him... I'll give him that, and I still hate him. But that's so cold blood. That was where his mother's last words. Yeah, and Jimmy missed it. So, what's, what's Chuck going to do? He's like, Jimmy, you missed it. Why did you get us food? Why did you order my sandwich? 
he could have said, you know, she, she called for you, Jimmy, but she left in peace. No? Or not even that he didn't tell him about the Jimmy. He could have called him. He could have texted him. He could have been like to the doctor, give her one more shot. Wait for my brother to get here. Come on. Something. You didn't even give him an opportunity to say goodbye. She's just gone. It's well, cold-blooded. Cold, cold-blooded. I, I don't think... <sighs> I don't think he should have gotten back on that DNR. But... Well, she said, you want us to call anyone? You want to try to intercom? I bet Jimmy was still waiting for that hospital elevator at well, that time. it was over already. <sighs> there was nothing to do at that point. He could say goodbye to the body. She's not even there. He can't even say, bye, Mom. Touch her hand one time. Kiss her on the forehead. Nothing. Ah. Pause this for a second. Get some water, guys. Okay, guys, we're back. So, I think we're in agreement. Very powerful opening scene. Let's jump to the real beginning. Yeah, actually, I am in agreement. I think that was a dick move. <laughs> but I'm just trying to give Chuck a little chance for... No! Maybe, maybe. No, we are not... It's not 100%. There you go. Ah. Never, never will I be fooled to having emotions from ever again. Alright. Moving on to the... Okay, where we left in last episode, cliffhanger, Chuck falls, busts his head, Jimmy, oh my god, does the right thing! He's a hero! Does the right thing! Thinks about his brother's health, and rather than himself and whatever could go down, rushes in, calls 911, turns off all the lights, starts taking control, gets his brother to the hospital. What do you think about that move? Smart or stupid? That's... Well, because Jimmy doesn't care that much about his little feud with Chuck. He's, he cares about his brother the most, first and foremost. So you got to do that every single time. Yeah. you got to take care of their health. It was sure. stupid, but it was the right decision. It was what, I'm so glad. I think the last episode I was speculating that he would call 911 anonymously. Such yeah. a right decision to rush in. He knows exactly what he needs. Slight, very, very slight hesitation. He got Chuck a pillow. Yeah, very slight. And then, you know, we, we get into the hospital. We see Chuck in the hospital now. That whole scene with Chuck. Oh, that was... Quite claustrophobic. That was a terrifying scene to me. Just because that... I'm sure that happens. All the time. People are terrified. Maybe, maybe it's justifiably a reason why. Or maybe they're crazy like Chuck and... And the doctor's but, just like, no, no, no. We know it's right. Let's yeah. listen. With yeah. it upside down, just adding up oh down and upside down shot, adding to the attention and the music, the frenetic activity. Yeah, you're telling me you didn't feel bad for Chuck at that point. No, oh, no, not after all. You think he does? He deserved that? Yes, absolutely. Not. He's crazy. I don't think anybody deserves that. It's not real in his head. You need an EKG. You need that. Come on, just bust your head open. What do you want, a band-aid? There are just things you gotta do. Well, he busted his head open because the crime that Jimmy committed. I know, but to be like, turn off all the lights, like, come on, come on, come on, come on. To be realistic, you want to die, or you want to pretend to die from your pretend illness? I don't, either, even if it's pretend illness, it still hurts him. True, so, okay, you have the point. There's nothing he can do about it, it's either he gets hurt, or he's crazy to everybody. So, right. there's no, no win situation for him. Ah. He gets it out of his head. Okay, anyway, so we fast forward a little bit. He's in the hospital bed. Jimmy comes in. You know, he talks to the same doctor from last time. Wait, 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 wait. You didn't feel bad for Chuck at all? You didn't feel scared no. for him? No. You thought he was 100% deserving of that? Of yes, get him out of there. He's crazy. Do you he's think Jimmy life. feels the same way? Bad guy. No, Jimmy loves him. That's his brother. Of course, he's only going to see the good in him always. Always to the very end. And 
maybe even past that. He's looking out for Chuck. He, just, he already doesn't want to have him committed. He knows he's going to hate being under temporary guardianship, but you know he's got to do it for his own good. Sometimes you got to have decision, you know? Again, anyone who has a lover in the hospital, what's, what's the right thing to do? You know, what you think's right, what's right for the person. Tough decision. I think Jimmy made all the right decisions. Chuck's got, Chuck's got to, you know, they got to do CAT scan. They got to do an MRI. Come on. Yeah. They got to do it. They got to do it. You can't just cry your way out of it. So, they're in the hospital room. Talks to Jimmy. Calls her Ernie in. The mystery Ernie. Oh, man. Still a mystery. What do you think of that scene? Uh. When he's bugging, when he's on, he's like a dog on bone. Like, will not let it go asking Jimmy, how'd you get there so fast? How long was I out? How was Jimmy on the spot there? And then, a Hail Mary pass. Thank you, Ernie. Ernie. Er, er, Ernesto Fring. Oh my gosh, Possibly, Ernesto. I hope. Telling him, I called him. Man, we're out. Woo! Boom. What a, what a good friend. Or, ah. Well, he said he missed the mailroom, you know. I don't think that's the same mailroom friend, but there's a camaraderie there. And maybe, unless he has another ulterior motive, to your point, what you're speculating. But, man, Ernie got out there, diffused, diffused that raging lunatic Chuck. Huh. Well, I'm surprised that calmed Chuck down. Well, because what can he say? You can't say that Ernie's crazy. He only has a vendetta against his brother. And Ernie's saying, I called him. Oh, What's yeah. he going to do? He's going to go check Ernie's phone records now? Uh, one quick thing about how Chuck was sure he didn't make a mistake with that 1261, 1216 fiasco. And he, he was sure he didn't make a mistake. I just wanted to bring up again that last season he did make a mistake. He missed that those papers. Jimmy, he was going over for Jimmy for Sandpiper. And he missed something. And that's when Jimmy got the whole Sandpiper scandal going on. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. So he, he's made a mistake before. He said, wait, those are the documents I went over? So, I was... You got, I'm not sure why he was so... Well, he's... He you know wrong because Mesa Verde means so much to him. And even in the end, you know, he's saying, why does it mean so much? It means something very personal to him. And he probably attacked it with 100%. That's why he knows he didn't make a mistake. But yeah, really good hospital. Right. Just wanted to bring that back. But where were we with Ernie? The hospital. Okay, let's jump. Alright, we'll go back into Chuck accusing Jimmy again now. Wanna yeah. go into that? Well, let's dick jump. Move. Let's, let's it's a, a he's just a dick move. Okay. Let's go segue. That's pretty much it. Then we took a little break from that to go check out what's going on with Mr. Ermin Trout. Mike. Went and followed. What's his name again? Tio. What's his name Tio? Taco. No. Nacho. Nacho. Followed him. Yeah, I went to follow to see what they're doing with poor ice cream truck popsicle driver. He's having a rough time. Always getting lined up and thrown in the back seats and stuff. But followed them to a little dirt road. Obviously Wait. turned around. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I was jumping ahead in my in my head. Well, no, we'll get to that later. Them. First he followed yeah. them. I was a little confused because he's driving a different truck now. More of a sandy colored tan station wagon. And I don't know if that's to be more incognito. But he was following them really close. So. Yeah, it was right behind <laughs> those bushes. Like in the middle of the desert. Like you didn't see that guy for 600 miles. 
don't know, he's following them really close and you know when you panned away the driver, Nacho, his face there was some kind of expression that I can't pinpoint. I don't know if it was. I thought he regret. maybe he knew yeah, see, that he was there. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I rewinded it a couple of times to see if he saw him, but I'm still not sure. There was a, yeah, there was some kind of expression of something going on there. Again, either regret, fear, knowledge of something was to come. So very interesting. We see them go off. We see Mike turn turn around. Not sure where, where that's gonna land him later on. Well, in one of the later scenes, we see him meet up with a gun guy. Yep, do some target practice. When he said he doesn't want guns, he's been firmly against them. Obviously, he's doing a 180 now. About to purchase something. First seeing how things shoot, he's obviously a Do some a stretching bullseye. here. Can you stretch? Hey guys, don't overexert yourselves. Yeah, we're running for over an hour now. Yeah, keep, so. keep, keep healthy. But don't tear anything. Continue right. with your... No, Mike? so he, did, he went and did some target practice. Always great to see that gun guy, you know, thrives on repeat business. Gave him some free bullets. Loved how he wiped off the gun before handing it off to him. You know, no prints, no tracks, no offense taken. So another really good scene. We know that Mike's up to something. Obviously now he needs, and it's not just a little pistol, it's a sniper rifle from quite a ways away. So he's got some plans. He's heading back out to the desert. That, do you know the, do we know the gun guy's name? Like he's a... He does a good job. Every time he's in the scene, he doesn't say much, but he always a has presence. a presence. I think the actor himself is a really good actor. He's been in a ton of good movies. I can't go... Do you know his name off the top of your head? No. But you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah he's a good actor. Kudos. Yeah. But yeah. Really good presence. You, you just know those kind of guys lurk around, have some good business. Uh, yeah, he should be the next spin-off, I think. <laughs> his backstory. <laughs> his Lincoln. The gun guy and... Oh, well, the, the vacuum guy. Yeah, the vacuum cleaners. Yep. Yeah. That'll be a second We'll see what's going on. So, you want to jump safe with Mike or get back to what's going on at the hospital? Uh, Mike was testing this thing right now. So, we learned he's a pretty dang good shot. Of course, Mike. Well, he's, he's evolving to Mike. He's turning from, from kind of nice Mike to Stonewall Killer Mike. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was like crooked bad cop Mike. Then he turned to a super pendulum swing, good guy, straight and, straight and arrow. And now he's finding that gray area where he can still be a good guy, but he'll get things done. He'll do what he needs to do. So yeah, you're right, he's evolving as his character. So we'll stick with him. He's still, he took his sniper rifle, went out into the desert, found a little cabin where things were going down. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's the end, so we'll, we'll probably end with that one, because that ends up with a big that's mystery cliffhanger. But so does, okay, yo, where, where do you want to go? Well, let's see, so Kim was pretty much not in this episode. I still love her. Yeah. Still love her a lot. Oh, how could we forget the Gimme Jimmy commercial? <laughs> oh, man. Gimme Jimmy. Everything. Everything I wanted. Yeah, it to I be. thought it was gonna be Saul until they said, until he said Jimmy Jimmy. So. Uh, oh my gosh, it was. That was excellent. that was his commercial. Excellent, though. it was perfect. So good. We obviously could tell. Oh yeah. Catering to the senior clientele. That's what the whole season was building up to, wasn't it? How we anticipated last up, last yeah. recap. I was dying for that commercial. It was a great commercial. You know, obviously after he saw it, he kind of 
second guessed himself with his tagline, a lawyer you can trust. He might have felt a pang of guilt there, maybe. Couldn't be completely happy with it. Yeah, Especially well, with, at that time, Chuck was still in the hospital, right? Yeah, he, was, he watched it from the hospital yeah. room. Um, obviously, he was going to get a ton of calls, turn off his phone right after it aired. Yeah, so he's still putting his family first. Of course. For now. Yeah, for now. And, you know, obviously it worked. And in one of the later scenes, we should show his the waiting room with at least five senior citizens up in there. Come and see Jimmy. He's, so he's got a booming business. Yeah. I don't know if it's big bucks. So booming that he needs Kim to be his assistant <laughs> and grab coffee with no cream. And donuts, if there's any left. Yeah, it's just nice to see that little office waiting room, you know, people waiting for him. He's, I'm excited for him. It's, he's come a long way from, you know, season one where he was taking nickels and dimes and tchotchkes and food as payment. So, you know, on the business side of things, things are going pretty good. Until, of course, he gets a call from Howard. Oh. Want to jump there? Where do you want to go, Andrew? Well, I'm, I don't know if we're skipping anything, but yeah, let's go there. <laughs> so, just call from Howard that Chuck is re- is it resigning or was it quitting? Is resigning? No, retiring. Yeah, retiring. Yeah. Retiring from HHM. We still don't know if uh, that was a setup by that's Chuck. It's totally a setup. Okay, fast forward. It could because, be. He could no. be quitting. It's not. He's not quitting. He probably might not want to get HHM involved in little sibling rival sibling battle. So it's it's possible. No. Why are you always hating on Chuck that much? He's not. He's not gonna quit. He knew he was gonna tell Howard. Howard's gonna get pissed at Jimmy. Jimmy's gonna come. He already knew because he already even when Jimmy's at the door, he's like, I know why you're here. I'm busy. He's. They're from the same cloth. He could be just as conniving. As Jimmy, we know that he's just never gone to the dark side. All the times Jimmy said, roll around in the mud with me, he's never taken a bait. Alright guys, we're back. Quick water break. We're going to be doing a fast walk the rest of the while. Don't want to pull any muscles. It's kind of a hot day, so stick with it. Keep going. We'll continue our recap. So, where do we leave off? The HHM letter, which, you know, we see Howard asking Jimmy if he's behind it. Jimmy saying, behind what? Fast forward to, he's arriving at Chuck's house. He doesn't have the key, can't get it anymore, banging on the door. Which, by the way, the scene before, we knew that Chuck had been home from the hospital. Uh, we forgot to jump to say that, you know, all of his physical tests were okay. Um, heart yeah. strong, so everything was good, from physically. The, from that head hit, we, we didn't learn anything except for for that. Yeah, nothing really came of that. Yeah, he was physically super healthy. It didn't cure him. It didn't make him worse. We just, he just got his physical done. That's it. Yeah, and and again, nothing to be concerned about. Nothing with the heart, the blood, but obviously something wrong mentally. Um, We're in the hospital. He basically is comatose again in a, in a self-induced 20 hour. Yeah, something that lasts 20 hours. He's not moving, not talking. Um, Jimmy, ever the loving brother, stuck by his side for the whole 20 hours while he's throwing the biggest adult temper tantrum I've ever seen in my life. This is the second time he's pulled this stunt. Let me just zone out and not talk to anyone. I think it's just the equivalent of a toddler holding their breath until they get their way. He's just, ah, I'm done with Chuck. It could be, but he's he's mentally ill. He can't 
I had hoped that like get... five years passed and he woke up and he was like in a home or something. That's what I was hoping was gonna happen. Like he's gonna wake up and it's gonna be like pattern balls and be like committed. Share remind me to never cross you. <laughs> Dang. He uh deserving anyway. So it was only twenty hours that he was out. Came to Jimmy took him back home. You know, yeah, Chuck sends him out, tells him he could call Eddie. He gets his little Ernie. Ernie yeah, so. gets his little aluminum foil robe, rushes yeah. out to the garage. Right when, right when Jimmy leaves, he sneaking around, digging in boxes, yeah. goes some, all the way around the house. Some kind of secret mis- yeah. mission. Um, so an interesting scene. Did you, at that point, have an inkling of what was going on, Andrew? <laughs> well, we knew he was up to no good for Jimmy's sake. I wasn't positive yet until. Okay. Until So you didn't know at that point. Yeah, until Jimmy walks in the room and and Yeah. Chuck has all the whole room all that's, wrapped in foil. That's basically and, when I called it too. But at the yeah. time I was like, what's he looking for? Is he looking for a will? Is he gonna shoot himself? Is he looking for an old picture of their mom? Is this gonna tie back into the beginning? Yeah, while he was scavenging around in the garage, I didn't know what he was up to. So that was still a question mark for me at that point. But yeah. right when Jimmy walked in and Chuck seemed to do a 180 and say sorry to Jimmy. Oh my god. I, Wait, first let's set the scene. He has covered his whole office with that foil stuff. What is it? What's the technical term? Mylar. What is it? I don't even know what Mylar is. So he's, he's covered everything saying that, you know, he's subjective to radio waves everywhere. He needs to, you know, Compass himself, he needs to retire, he needs to hide out, he's not sane in his mind, he's crazy. He's going on and on, spouting this to Jimmy. His mind is failing him, he's a victim. Blah 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 blah. So, yeah, his whole his little speech about what he did wrong. How could he? He got, but that is what got Jimmy to talk. And when Jimmy started talking, you know, you know, you know that was Chuck's plan all along. You know. Something's hidden in there. Of course. The only thing that would be hidden in a box inside the garage that you haven't touched since the 80s. Some the one and only thing. Electronic recording device. <laughs> you knew it. He's monologuing. You got him to monologue. Alright, let's, let's do one more lap, finish strong. Yeah. Get this run back. Alright. And that nail in the coffin and back to the title. And so we find out that's why I thought the click was the click of the button. Oh, I Of the end scene of like, like, gotcha. Kind of thing. Basically, for those who watch it, Jimmy spills the beans on everything Chuck accused him of. It's true. Not only does he spill the beans, but he confesses and admits that he spilled the beans. A hundred percent confession. For him, he does throw it in. It's for him. Nothing against him. He does spout out. It's your, it's your word against mine. He plays it all out there. It's on a recorded tape. End scene. End season. Ah, I hate it. I hate that so much. That's completely reasonable to me. I mean, but he's just gonna we don't, I don't know what he's going to do with that. I don't What's know what he's going to do with it. Everyone has family drama. Everyone fights with their siblings. Everyone. So what could he do with that? He could... Show, let's let Kim listen to it. I don't know if that'll. That probably won't knows, change anything. Doesn't matter anything. Yeah, well, he doesn't know that. Kim knows for sure. So maybe he's just he's, he'll try to drive a, another wedge between them again. Maybe he'll try to get. Mail? He doesn't have any money. 
blackmail for him to quit the law forever. Yeah, maybe, maybe out of town. he'll get Jimmy in trouble with the law or get him disbarred. He's so dumb. Why is he dumb? He could just get someone to kill him off. Why is Jimmy gonna do? Oh my! He God. wouldn't. He wouldn't. What the heck? He wouldn't. I'm just saying. Why are you jumping over there? Of the low, low, low. Maybe saw. Jimmy played a little that. joke. Come on. It's like, not a joke. Let it go. Let it go. That ru- a- that ruined Chuck's reputation professionally. That's his whole life. I think Chuck Chuck's has life more is thing- being a lawyer. Chuck has more to worry about than his lawyer practice. How about his health and his sanity? He should focus on what's really important. Focus on making yourself better, not bringing someone else down. Jimmy did a little felony joke. Come on, what's he gonna do now? And I gonna throw him in jail, fine him for what? What does that prove that he doesn't make mistakes? What? There's no I point. Think you're like with Chuck as how I was with Skyler for Bri- Skyler for Breaking Bad because I hated every every move she made while the season was going like, on. I didn't like Skyler either, but go on. Yeah. Well, if you put yourself in Chuck's shoes and just from the beginning, you think Jimmy caused your dad's death that's one thing another thing is you think both of your parents like jimmy more so what let it go another thing is all the trouble that jimmy's gotten in through his whole life and you give him another chance it's just and maybe your wife leaves you because of jimmy oh my gosh i mean not that i like chuck but he's he's a full character he's all of his reasons to do things are legit there. Okay. Nothing's nothing's out of character for someone that's been through his yeah, life. Okay, okay, I understand. He, he could be a real person. It's realistic. But okay, let's jump to the record tape. Your your let's talk. Your word against my word. First of all, you're not allowed to record someone without their permission. You can it's actually inadmissible. You can actually in New Mexico. Oh, can you? One can you? party needs to know about it and Chuck is the party knows about it. How do you know this? Oh, because I looked up the law, the law in New Mexico <laughs> at, in 2001. <laughs> or or the, that year. Okay, but okay. Let's let's think about what's going to happen. Let's let's follow this mouse trail. So, let's say he takes it to court. Still your voice is mine. I still think Jimmy would win because he's a yeah, smooth he, I talker. Yeah, I think Jimmy would win because... And dude's crazy. Yeah, we already just, established he's crazy. You say he was trying to get Chuck to uh, calm down. He says it himself. Of course, telling you to make you feel better. You would say anything. Okay, so I think Chuck's got a losing case there. Unless you know, like, what's he gonna do? Take it to HHM to have Howard? Yeah. So we don't know what he's gonna do. He could maybe he'll just get. Which obviously, we're gonna find out for yeah, season that's three. Yeah, that's what. That's what it's building you know, up to. It's, ad- we're gonna know. Adversary. Gonna- it's true. It's in McGill versus McGill. I think, you know what, what made him my head if he wants to play hardball? If Jimmy is still his temporary guardianship, commit that fool! Get him into, locked up, if he wants to play hardball and mess with your life, screw him. You still are under, you still under your medical control. You can make the calls. That's, that's yeah, that's, that's what's yeah. happening. That could happen next season. That's what, all that's Missing. leading up to. If you want to the take battle. the hardball. The Battle of McGill's. So, just right. there. I'm happy that the season hasn't ended. Let's do some stretches to cool down. Okay. I'm happy that the season hasn't ended with Jimmy and Kim being any weirder. For now, they still have their practice together. She still, for the most part, is with him. 
those commercials came out, they still have some business. She has business, he has business. So I'm happy. I'm happy yeah. for that storyline. You know, a few episodes ago, we saw that he's staying at her place. He got his own toothbrush. I was mentioning the symbolism of that. That they're pretty solid. So more to come on that. I'm, I'm happy to see what happens to them in season three also. All right. So let's go back to Mike with his okay. scene. When he's on the hill with a sniper rifle. Good scene. Oh, wait. Have good imagery again. Good The scene. sound. Good the tension. Bugs the chirping and then going silent. Wait, wait, wait. First, we're watching. I initially thought his target was going to be Nacho. Nacho. I thought, you know, loose ends. Oh, well, I thought it could Nacho. be... No, I, I wasn't sure what they were doing with the ice cream driver. I didn't know if they were going to kill him for sure. Well, of course. He's all tied up. He's a witness now. You're going to get rid of him. I, but I really thought he was into. Well, why, why would they, of course, kill him? The only reason they would kill him is because they think he's involved. Exactly. Well, not because he's a witness. Well, they think he's involved. But again, it's weird how he was driving that tan station wagon instead of the green one. Okay, guys, get your stretches in. We're we're winding out this better call Saul season. So, so yeah, he's watching Nacho, and, the the twins, and Tio. Ah, the twins. Yes. So we knew he wouldn't kill at least three of those characters. Maybe he would try to. Maybe it could have led to, if he hit Tio, it could have injured him, made yeah. him go into a wheelchair. Because yeah. obviously he's going for the guy in the white, and we know that now because when Nacho was blocking him, he didn't want to take the shot, so that disproved my theory. He only wants to go for the head honcho. Didn't have a clear shot. So much tension. Such, such a build-up. Oh my gosh, so good. Had his eye on the target, waiting for the perfect shot. And the back and forth, I was like, anytime he's going to scroll back, someone's going to be looking at him. Anytime now, like... You just feel it. And then I was so invested in the scene. I got so angry. I heard somebody honking outside my my room. I thought, Who is this? But we learned that it's happening, or I learned that it's happening in the show. And Mike didn't know where it was coming from. He thought it was the car, one of the Salamanca cars, and not his own car. I think it's crazy. I loved how they flipped back because I had to rewind it too to say when did that sound actually start? Because I loved how. They showed the guy shoveling, and from his vantage point, he couldn't hear anything to, to just show that, you know, Mike was hearing up where he was at, but down on the floor, in the valley floor, you know, you couldn't hear it on that desert. So Mike follows the sound, slowly, cautiously, carefully. With his gun drawn. Yeah, his pistol, not a sniper rifle, obviously, now. Approaches his car with his horn going off. You don't know who's around it, who's in it, what's going on. You know, more attention, mounting, mounting, mounting comes to circle the car and find out it's a stick. Yeah, there's a note on the car. Yeah, well first yeah. he picked up the stick obviously to turn the horn off. He's glancing around, no one in sight. Pulls this handwritten note off of his windshield. It just says, don't. Oh. Who, who could have put that there? Who, what, when, why, how? What? how? How could they have known that it would have stopped Mike from taking that shot? He was so close. Why wouldn't they just run up to Mike or signal him some other way instead of exactly. that slow or way. Your, or put your gun to his head and be like, don't do it, man. Like, do... There's so, they had to follow him. They had to know where his car was at. They'd have to wait for the right moment. Find that stick. Write that note, which I was like, who's had a notebook this whole time? Who has a notebook with that kind of tear-out paper? Who has that need of a writing for that placement? That's interesting you say that. Why? Fran? <laughs> Who do you think? Fran? Uh, no. I know. Doesn't... Ernesto take notes? I don't know if he takes notes, does he? Yeah. He looks like the type that would. No, well... The only reason I'm 
on him is because you he's suspicious. To be connection. Yeah, you yes. want there to be connection. You're 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 wanting there, but is he a red herring, Andrew? Is are the writers be. fooling you along with everybody else? We, uh, we we don't know. Well, we know that whoever said don't, they have a bigger plan for. There's a bigger plan for the Salamancas and, and Mike. And they're slicker than Mike, because Mike is good and badass already as is. Yeah. And there's someone who's more stealth than even him, who we don't know. I was hoping for a freeing sighting. We didn't get it this finale, but it's close. I don't. It could be freeing. That's 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 what I wanted to end the. Yeah, I was. Anyway. I was. Hoping we don't know what's happening yet, for sure. It's someone though. Who who would who who would say don't why? You know what's going to happen. I think so many unanswered questions. I feel good that you know if someone really wanted to cause my harm, they would have offed him over there in the middle of the desert. So I feel like he finally has help. He's been flying the solo for so long that I. I'm, Energized that he finally has some help. I'm interested right. to see what's to come from that. So, yeah. So, and then he doesn't take the shot, and we're left on a cliffhanger of who put that note there and why. What's going to happen? We also know that Mike's out to get Tio. He's he want. I was right he that was he wants to clear to up loose ends, but this is like he wants to clean up the loosest end, the big head honcho, for some reason or other. Ah, okay. Thoughts for next season? So we wanna, already know it's going to be a You want to rate the season or put your excellent? Put your word. I think it was excellent. excellent. Well, I don't know if that's. I, I, I do think it was excellent. That was a good series, a good season. Nice, ten nice episodes. Let's see. That's my nice. word would be, although I, I thought it was really good. I would just, I would call it slow. Not mm-hmm. that it's too slow. It's 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 a good show. It's just. I want so much more to happen. There's so much potential. He's not even solid. And I know it's gonna, better call Saul. I know it's going to happen eventually. It's just I can't wait for it. Maybe that's that's a better word. Um, anticipation. I can't oh, wait for it. Oh, that's a good word. Anticipation is a better word than yeah. slow. It's not, it's not too slow. It's Everything's interesting. I want to watch more every time. And there goes my... Okay, so this episode, I you know, I'm pulling for, pulling for Jimmy and Kim. Hope they survive. I don't like Chuck in the least. Howard's okay. I'm excited. I hope, Mac, I hope Mike meets up with Gus soon. My thoughts and my hopes for the next season. Oh, it's going to be gone a whole how many months? No, that's nine months. Nine more months. But next next episode, we're probably... Oh, yeah. On recap what's on what's the our run. next podcast? We're going to be talking about Game of Thrones very soon. Yes, so. our favorite. One of our faves. So, maybe it's back. That will be our first officially launched <laughs> podcast. We're going to release all of these at once, and then our launch of Recaps on the Run will be Game of Thrones premiere. How's yes, that sound, guys? Wait. Make sure you join us next week. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for running. Keep running. We'll keep recapping. Bye, guys. Bye.